faith this is what it hangs on if there is a resting story fails our faith has also failed then what we believe is useless then all that we are doing will be nothing living right will be of no use is the resurrection that makes you know that look no matter what i'm going through there is a resurrection it shouldn't only be a story we read every year and every year but it should be a reality that we experience in our life we will there are many accounts which also agree the same in the gospel how Jesus resurrected. And I will take one of the account and read it. I, you can have almost all the four gospels spoke about the resurrection. The resurrection is not just a fake, something that has been concocted, who the devil wants the world to believe. The disciple did not just decide to deceive people because they themselves from the beginning couldn't believe it. They themselves doubted it because they saw the man dead. It took himself to reveal himself for them even revealing himself but then they still some of them still couldn't believe i thank the lord for the women Amen. that resurrection morning when everybody thought everything was gone 
When the disciple thought Jesus was dead, buried, gone, ah, mm, gone to his grave. These women decided whether he's dead or not, we will honor him. Just like some of you, when somebody's dead, you take flowers to go to the tomb. So they to Saturday evening, they went and bought all the spices because they didn't have the time to anoint him, to do all those things, and maybe pay him honor. When they were going, they also met strong things that were appealing to them because there are impossible situations before them. Oh, let's read it. Then they returned, and while they were going, then they remembered that who will even roll away the stone? There were about two, at least two obstacles. The soldiers and the stone. But love will not let you look at obstacles. If they were to sit down and think like us, they wouldn't have gone. They would have said, the soldiers are there to keep us. We won't go. Even if we are able to go there, we are women. Who will roll away the stone? Why going to a place you cannot remove the stone? So obstacles were there. It doesn't mean, it didn't look, sometimes when we read a story, it doesn't really look like, oh, they didn't say it. They saw obstacles, but they said, no, we will still go. They don't know who will roll away the stone, but they will still go. So they took their journey, and on the way they said that who will then roll away this stone? And they said among themselves, who will roll away the stone from the door of the tomb for us? This is a question. You all have questions to where your answers are. You have problems, you want solution, but behind the solution, there are some mighty rocks and mighty stones that look like on some you cannot bypass it. And sometimes people give up. Don't give up. This should be a lesson. They took faith, even though there will be nobody to remove it, we will go. So they went on. Faith looked like you don't have sense. Well, what is the sense of going to annoy somebody you can't get to the, to the place, that person? But they went on. But when they looked up, they saw that the stone had been rolled away. For it was very large. You know, it has been described. The stone was what? very large, so there was no way they could have removed it. So what they were even thinking about when they went there, they did not see the, the soldiers. Did they see them? They did not see the what? 
the soldiers obstacle number one the stone roll away obstacle number two what they were afraid of they did nothing about it and let's look at it and entering the tomb they saw a young man clothed in what in a white robe sitting on the right side and they were alarmed but he said to them do not be alarmed or afraid sometimes your answer create fear you seek the people didn't tell him he said you seek what jesus of what nazareth who was crucified so he was talking it's not another, another jesus it is this same jesus if he hadn't said the one who was crucified, we would say, oh, it's some other Jesus. Because there were other Jesuses. Uh, 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 they named people Jesus. <laughs> so they may say, oh, so some Jesus that died some, some years ago and they, they were going to. No, no, the, the Jesus who was crucified. The Jesus of Nazareth, who was what? Crucified. So it means. A specific Jesus he is risen that's the good news he is what risen he is not here see the place where they laid him some of us are seeking and looking for Jesus in the tomb he's no longer He's risen. If he was in the tomb, he can't answer your prayer. If he's in the tomb, he can't help you. He's no longer there. The tomb is for dead people, but he is a living Christ. Simply mean. That no matter how they put you into the tomb, block you with last stone, let men do it. If Jesus was able to come out that situation, you will also be able to come out of it. They will come and look for you in that messy situation, but they will not find you there. Resurrection story is a great story to me. So Jesus, let's continue. But go, tell his disciples, and who? I thank God he mentioned Peter. Peter had denied Jesus. He wasn't, he wouldn't even be sure that Jesus would accept him. Some of us have done some things and we think that Jesus, God have just washed his hands on over us. He didn't have the opportunity to go to Jesus and say, I am sorry. The man is dead. Have you ever faulted somebody, done something against somebody, and by the time you are the person is dead, 
So you couldn't even go and, uh, and apologize to the person. So Peter wouldn't be very confident to even go with them because he denied him. Not only Peter, the other disciples ran away. People were following him, left him. So even if he resurrected, it would be difficult for them to go to him. So he has to send a message specific to them that look, tell them, especially Peter, who they, I understand that he's a human. I understand that he has good weaknesses. I understand that at a point, every human being can deny somebody. A husband can deny a wife. A wife can deny a husband. A father can deny a son. A son can deny a father. A mother can deny a daughter. Congregation can deny their pastor. And the pastor can deny their congregation. Government can deny their people. And the people can deny the government. Denial. But they said, it doesn't matter how deep what you have done. Look, tell everybody, including the worst sinner. Tell him, after resurrection, I don't hold anything against anybody again. My hands are open. Let them come. The women believe it. If we read, so mother, uh, I think Luke, Luke said there were two angels. This one said one person. Some people have their problem. It's no problem. It's just an eyewitness uh, report. Sometimes the eyewitness report is that the person focuses on the one who is speaking. And somebody said, oh, I saw plenty of people. Yes, there were plenty. But someone said, I saw Pastor Frempon speaking. So it doesn't mean that it may be only Pastor Frempon. But his focus is on the one speaking. It simply also means that the gospel was not cooked. The people independently wrote what they saw. Okay, let me continue. But go, tell his disciple and Peter, I like Peter, that he is going before you into Galilee. You know, most of them were from Galilee, they are Galileans. <laughs> and that's where he commissioned them. <laughs> that he is going before you into Galilee. There you will see him as he said to you. So they went out quickly and fled from the tomb. And they trembled, what? And were amazed. They were what? They were amazed. I thank God for this women's faith. If it's me, I won't believe it. I'm telling you. You saw somebody who was dead yesterday. 
if it's you, it's difficult. For they trembled and were amazed, and they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. He <sighs> said, Jesus. Now, when he arose early on the first day of the week, he also appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had cast seven demons. See, the seven demons have been carried. So Mary Magdalene had seven demons, a perfect demon that can do anything perfectly. And if Jesus hadn't come, where would Mary Magdalene be? He appeared to her also. She went and told those who had been with him as they mourned and wept. And when they heard that he was alive and had been seen by her, they did not, they did what? Huh? They did not. So it's not only Thomas. Anytime we are talking about doubting people, we're single Thomas. Oh, Thomas. <laughs> so the disciples, <laughs> when they also heard it, did they believe it? They did not believe. So you are not the only person who have entered into unbelief before. All of us are prone to unbelief. <laughs> But don't remain in it. Because the mind was processing it. And sometimes the mind finds it very difficult to process something you yourself have seen. That this man is there. And which the world have said. Look, when you know that when people die, they don't come back. So it's difficult. So they couldn't believe it. So what happened? After that, he appeared to, in another form to two of them as they walked and went into the country. He's showing how he appeared. There were some two people who were also going. They were moving from Jerusalem to a mouse, some place. Moving away from the center of resurrection. And while they were going, they had this news spread. You know, when it happened, the soldiers went back and reported to the, the priests. Those who engineered his killing, those who remembered Jesus' prophecy. You know, they remembered Jesus' prophecy. Jesus' disciple forgot his prophecy. They told the king that this man, when he was alive, he said he will resurrect. <laughs> so we know his disciple will come and steal him. He said by the third day he will resurrect. So they remembered Jesus' prophecy. They understood what Jesus said by you pull down this building, I will write in three days, I will, I will rebuild it. So they said if we allow this man to be there alone, his 12th disciple, there's a fisherman inside. they will find a way of putting me inside the net and pulling him out. 
and hiding him to tell us that what he said has happened. But the people has even forgotten. It wouldn't have come into their mind that Jesus said he would resurrect. So because of that, they made sure that the place was sealed and there were guide, people guarding the place so that the disciples would be able to go there. And for their, in, in, they were so surprised when they saw these soldiers there. They said, what has happened? They said, what you are afraid has happened. <laughs> what you are afraid of, what you put us there for, thinking that disciples will come, it, didn't, it was not the disciples. Something happened. The man we should guide, he's gone. Our prisoner has escaped. They told them that story that, that Jesus has resurrected. So maybe they were the first people to even hear the resurrection. They were the first people to hear about the resurrection. But they decided to suppress it. But you cannot suppress the word of God. They told them, look, don't be afraid. It was an offense. You could even be killed. When they asked you to watch over a prisoner, and you will allow a prisoner to escape. He said, look, we'll find, find good explanation for you. Even if they're going to punish you for that, we will appease we know how to give bribe. We, we will give them heavy, listen. So they gave the, the uh, and if this comes to the governor's ears, we will appease him and make you secure. People of power. They said, look, you might have offended it, but we'll have a way of keeping you from the governor's arm of power. We will protect you. So they gave them what? A large what? Say money has some way. <laughs> when he had assembled with the elders and consulted together, they gave a large sum of money to the soldiers. Bribing didn't start They gave what? That's some situation they need large. The money is an incentive. Jesus, the message, they gave them a large sum of money to keep the message from going out. And these days, large sums of money are being used to suppress the good news. Money. Rich countries trying to suppress. Large sum of money in our day street happens. Said, 
they pay them. That is why I don't have problem if churches uses money for the gospel. After what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? So these people took their money and they continued to say that his disciples, look at, for me, he's just stupid, uh, saying, tell this, them, his disciples came at night and stole him away while we slept. How? Security men. That this makes sense as a security man to tell the interior minister that you were sleeping and a thief came and took those things while you were on duty? How? So, there could, you can't explain, there's no sense to explain it. He said, you implicate yourself. Because you can't do anything except you will implicate yourself. How strong? How deep can soldiers sleep for them to come and break this rock and remove this man and you are still sleeping? What kind of sleep is that? <laughs> so I know some of you can sleep well. <laughs> When you sleep and they lift you cry, <laughs> they can carry you into a car <laughs> and, and take you to some place. By the time you open your eyes, you're in another country. Say, oh, oh, oh. You are not, that is, some of you have good sleep. I say, blessing. Go and tell them. I'm. They went and that news spread. People believed it. Even till today. So they took the money and did as they were instructed. And this saying is commonly reported among the Jews until this day. You see how powerful money can influence people to send forth and, and to, to, to change a story? It's not only these days that journalists change stories. Those days, the journalists, they change the story of the resurrection. So Jesus has to appear to many people so that that evidence can be clear. So on the way, there were some two people going to you know, in, in, in Mount. On the way, they heard the whole news was in the uh, in Tano, it's like Ghana. When something happened, it spread like virus. Everybody thought, okay, okay, hey, have you heard this? Have you heard this? So they said, have you heard this? They said, Jesus have. And, and some said, hey, they said, Jesus, uh, the guy have. Some ladies went there and, and, the, and, and he's resurrected. But the soldiers also said that the disciple came and stole him. And it became a debate. So it was a whole debate while they were going, and the one was on that side, one on the other side, and they were debating. So Jesus joined them. Now, behold, two of them were traveling that same day to a village called Emmaus, which was seven miles from Jerusalem, seven miles. 
and they talked together of all these things which had happened. So it was while they conversed and reasoned that Jesus himself drew near and went with them. While they were talking about it, hey, these ladies, hey, these is women, oh. <laughs> everything, <laughs> everything women say they have seen this. <laughs> they say they've gone, they've seen that, that, that the man is like, hey, child, could this be, could this be true? Girl? And while they were talking and they were going, they couldn't even understand. Said, but the man died, uh, how do you call it? They crucified him. He died. How can Romans soldiers certify you dead? And you, or you saying that, how can somebody die, a doctor certify you dead, put you into a fridge, three days they go and remove it, and you say you are alive? They couldn't believe it. So they were discussing, oh, but, but it's possible. The man, when he was on earth, he was powerful. So it could be possible. I said, no, no, hey, it's possible, but, but wait here, you whoop <laughs> So while they were discussing and talking, it's good. Whenever you are in your confused state, Jesus joined you. He wants to make things clear to you. So Jesus joined them. They have a heart. They want to understand. But who will explain that thing to them? And Jesus came and joined them. And he was moving with them. Look at what Jesus did. He, but their eyes were restrained so that they did not know him. So Jesus can come to your house, sit with you, talk with you, you may not know him. That is why you have to treat everybody well. Sometimes we think, when Jesus is coming, we meet Jesus, we see a man with a long beard, some beard, and with long hair, and, and with, a, with a long gown, and, and, and he come in gently like that. He may come. So ragged with tattered dress, a shoe, quarter to one. Like he's a bow-legged person, but he's not. It is situation, situational. Uh, uh. Sometimes you see people walking as if they, are, they don't walk well. No, it's not that. It's a situational lesson. Uh, that is not the way he walks. Uh, if you don't, you, you, if you don't understand, you know when you have a shoe, which is very troublesome. I have worn some before. And expressing your, your toes and everything. And it's nice. People say, oh, this your shoe is nice, but you are suffering. <laughs> they are praising you, but you are suffering under. And sometimes you are working and you make as if, as if you are sick. He's not sick. <laughs> and sometimes, oh, dear star. Yeah, oh, dear star. And yes, star, or bread. Say on their way, Jesus, look at what Jesus did. He, he, he restrained himself from there. Unless Jesus revealed himself to any man, it is difficult for that person to know that he's the one. So unless he shows himself to you, you cannot know him. That's how God is. God is the one who revealed himself to man. If God does not reveal himself to man, man cannot know him. So that's why whenever we are praying, we pray that God will open our eyes, the eyes of understanding, so that we can understand him through the scriptures. So he decided to explain things. And this is what, how Jesus said. And he said to them, what kind of conversation is this that you have with one another 
as you walk and are sad. Then the one whose name was Cleopas answered and said to him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem? And have you not known the things which happened there in these days? And he said to them, What things? Jesus said, What things? So they said to him, That is concerning Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet, mighty indeed, and wait before God and all the people and how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and crucified him but we were hoping that it was he who was going to redeem Israel you see how their mind was indeed beside all this today is the third day Seeing these things happen. Yes, and certain women, maybe, of our company, who arrived at the tomb early, astonished us. When they did not find his body, they came saying that they had also seen a vision of an angel who said he was alive. So, have you finished? And certain of those who were with us went to the tomb, Peter and John. And when they were running, John was faster than Peter. <laughs> John got there for Peter. And certain of those who were with us, went to the tomb and found just as the women had said, but him they did not see. Then he said to them, Oh, I don't know. <laughs> the three I don't want to mention. <laughs> but Jesus O-F-F-O-L-I-S-H once. <laughs> if I were Jesus, I would, I would say it, but I am not. And slow of heart to believe in all that the prophet have spoken. Some people we are sometimes very slow of heart. When God wants to bless us, we are slow in believing. Believers are slow in believing. You say that they, they, they will not say that they'll take time out before they, they, they um, I do a woman at him. No, 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 no. She, she, she. You slow that. Let's see what how he did. Ought not the Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? And beginning at Moses, that's the Genesis, the books of Moses, and all the prophets. He expounded to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. He took the scriptures to explain his resurrection, to explain what happened. That look, the scriptures have already said all those things. If you, are, you were reading your scriptures very well, you would have been able to know that this man will resurrect in ten days. 
So the answers of our life, of our problem, of what we don't understand is in the scriptures. Jesus will never take anything outside. He took the very scriptures to explain about himself. So, then they drew near to the village where they were going, and he indicated that he would have gone further. But they restrained him, saying, abide with us. Then that's where the song comes, abide with me, even in his hometown. That's where the person got the song. Abide with us, for it is towards evening, and the day is far spent. And he went in to stay with them. If you don't invite Jesus, he'll continue. At this resurrection, allow Jesus to stay with you. Don't think it's automatic. Jesus will just go and enter into people's heart. No. <laughs> Unless they invite him. If you don't invite him, you may enjoy his walk, but he will pass. But he wants to stay with you. He wants to dine with you. He wants to be with you. But it is you who should invite him. Today, I want you to make an effort in life to always invite Jesus. Don't think it's automatic. Jesus, oh, he'll walk to your house and come and stay. Invite him. Allow him. Give him a space in your life. Give him a space in your finances. Give him a space in your family. Give him a space in your workplace. Jesus, finally. So, that, now it came to pass, as he sat at the table with them, that he took bread, today we're going to take the communion, blessed and broke it. You know, that's how he did to the communion. Jesus will always take bread. Anytime he takes bread, he never takes bread straight into his mouth. He first blessed. Whatever you take, bless it. No matter how little it is, when it is blessed, it will be sufficient for you. No matter. Your business may be very little. Take it and bless it. Don't just start chopping the profit. Bless it. Don't say, oh, this is too little. Bless it. He took five loaves of bread. He blessed it. He gave thanks and he broke it. How? Oh, he took bread. So first, he has to take. But he cannot take the bread until you give him the bread. If bread was not supplied, he couldn't take anything. He would just sit down at table with them and look at their faces. And they would still be in their ignorance. So they provided bread 
And he took the bread and he blessed. Today God is going to bless your bread. Amen. He died so that your bread will be blessed. Amen. That whatever you eat and whatever get to you will be blessed. Amen. He blessed it and he did not only bless it, after blessing it, he broke it. Breaking it simply means he wants to share it. You should be able to share your life. You should be able to share your knowledge. You should be able to share whatever God has endowed you with. Don't keep it alone. You should be able to share your love. Some people need simple love. You need to share it. Monday, that's why you have to bring food. <laughs> so that we can break it and share it. <laughs> and give it to them. He did not take it. He gave it to them. You, if you give it to him, he will take it. Bless it. Break it. And you will benefit. Amen. Then, let's see. Then their eyes. I love this. Their eyes were what? Were open, and they knew him, and he vanished from their sight. So what? If we knew it was this man. Sometimes I don't better know. He spent all the time with them. The man they were mourning about, they were very sad with. What made them sad? The man was with them. They had the first war and they were working with him. He was working with them. He was talking with them. He was teaching them. He was quoting scriptures. And they were, they didn't know. So what? So, ah! If Jesus can make me go to Jerusalem. <laughs> they will say, the first to bring Jesus to Jerusalem. Say, can you make me go to Jerusalem? First to report the news. You know, every radio station wants to be the first. They come, huh? Jesus, let's go to this. They go, say, Jesus, no, only. Say, yeah, me, Professor, no. The first to bring Jesus to everybody to see. He banished. Brethren, he broke the bed when he gave it to them and they ate. The eyes opened. He is the bread of life. Whenever you eat God's word, he breaks it for you. And it's not you who go and take that word and manufacture it to fit your life. You know, some people take the word. They will take the word because this is what I want. And cook it to fit into Kokunte. If it's given to him and he breaks it, that word brings revelation. May God open our eyes Amen. that we might know him and the power of his resurrection. Yes. This has been the prayer 
of Paul that I might know him and the power of his resurrection. As we begin to eat the Lord's table this morning, I pray that your eye will be open. Paul's prayer to the Ephesians that I pray that the eye of your understanding will be enlightened. You see, when the eye of your understanding is enlightened, understanding is very important. It's a key. The greatest key is understanding. I said one of the greatest key is what? If you don't understand the scriptures, you can't receive Jesus Christ. If you don't understand how to operate a car, you cannot drive it. If you don't understand how to use a lift, you will enter inside and it won't go. If you don't understand, tell me, Aratin, how to make money. You will sit by money and people will come from every area and take that money. You'll be crying, this country is dry. If you don't understand farming, you will never see the importance of it. If you don't understand, the, you, you go to school and they're teaching you, you don't understand what the teacher is teaching you, you will fail your exams. Oh? It doesn't mean that you are stupid. It doesn't mean that you are not intelligent. It means you didn't understand. Any exams you failed means that you didn't understand what you were taught. Understanding is a great key. If you understand the importance of the church, when you get up early in the morning, you will pay greater attention to coming to church than going to office early. If you understand what you are coming to receive, you don't need a pastor to beg people to come to church. If you understand marriage, your marriage will be sweet. If you understand how to propose, your proposal won't bounce. You can ask the ladies. The men can. Sister. Me pao. You, you, you. You just walk straight, 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 take the lady. You haven't met the owner. I say, sister, me pao. What if I saw me so? He will think you are crazy. Because you don't understand the art of proposal. <laughs> if you don't understand the law, you may be caught by it. Every one of us, in whatever field you are called, I pray for understanding. Understanding is one of the greatest key to success in life. Every millionaire 
that or billionaires that you see in this world, they have some kind of understanding. It is their understanding that brought the billion. If you take the billion away, this same understanding will bring it back. The one who don't understand, money will move to the one who understands. So their eyes were open. Today, may your eye open. Amen. That you might know. Paul prayed. That pray that the eye of your understanding will be enlightened. That you may know what is the hope of this calling. So some people don't know the hope of their calling. So they're living anyhow. Not only that, what are the what? The riches of what? The glory of his inheritance in the saint. Some of us just don't know. We hear, sometimes we can preach to you. There's a difference between a revelation. A revelation opens your eyes to the reality. You can have you can have a book knowledge about something, but might not have revelation. Oh, you know, oh, 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 that church is a good church. But if you have revelation, will make will bring revolution. Once you have revelation, you can't stay. Revelation makes you move. Nothing can stop you. Nobody can stop you when you have revelation. People don't understand. They may think you are crazy. But you are not crazy. You are seeing some things they don't see. We have come with